right, welcome to another episode of the Biohacking Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Amitai Eschel, co-founder and CEO of Young Goose. As always, we're here to explore the latest innovations in skin health, bringing you enlightening conversations with the industry's finest. Today, we are thrilled to have an incredible guest with us, Darnell Cox. Darnell is an absolute expert when it comes to living young. A mother of three, she holds a master's in psychology from Pepperdine University and is certified in integrative nutrition and health. Darnell is the brain behind LiveYoungLifestyle.com, a comprehensive resource for all things anti-aging, from diet to exercise and, of course, skincare and wellness. She's incredible. From running the LA Marathon to creating her own YouTube channel, Darnell's journey is is as inspiring as her work. Her enthusiasm for learning and sharing knowledge on how to live young is truly infectious and it has resonated with thousands and hundreds of thousands of people worldwide. But actually that's not all. She has really, really informative tutorials and many other things that she really brings to the table and educates us all, providing her followers with many tools to support their youthfulness from the inside out and from the outside in. In our conversation today, we'll dive deep into Darnell's approach to maintaining a youthful appearance and lifestyle. We will also discuss the different modalities that she's using, how often. We're gonna talk about protocols a lot. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And we're gonna talk about her journey in the anti-aging industry. But before we dive in, Here's a wonderful review from uh, one of our listeners. That was the episode that we had with Dr. Sandy Kaufman and saying another great interview with Sandra. Love it. Well done. If you haven't done so already, we'd be very grateful if you could take a moment to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you consume this podcast. It greatly helps the growth of our podcast and allows us to reach more listeners. Now, let's get into our conversation with the living young expert, Darnell Cox. Darnell, welcome to the Biohacking Beauty Podcast. I'm very, very honored and excited to have you on. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, and you know, I told you off air, you're one of my favorite accounts to watch. I really feel like you are in canary in the coal mine, as I say often about uh, innovators, as far as uh, keeping our, our skin young, our appearance youthful. So I, I first of all applaud you for that. And I thank you for your content. And it's great to have you on. Thank you so much. I'm I'm very excited to be here. You know, I bring people in to my social media world through skin, and then I help expand their health span and make them live longer. So, you know, it's it's amazing how much draw there is to looking your best and feeling your best, but it's a hard combination to talk about the health of skin in the same with the same passion as we're talking about cardiovascular health, which is yeah. I'm, I'm looking at skin like that because it is our largest organ. Yeah, and, and a lot of the times, you know, in medicine, I think in the last, you know, however many years, the, the entire effect of our emotions and placebo, et cetera, et cetera because it is, it is very hard to study and measure, kind of was left out of the conversation. And I think 
as you said, you know, feeling your best and looking your best and looking in the mirror and seeing that reflect the process that you're going through has a lot of amazing benefit. There is a reason people love taking photos of themselves in front of the mirror after the gym, right? It's a big motivator to keep you in track in order to have your cardiovascular system working correctly, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, it's all so connected. And I think that's what the graduate degree in psychology has helped me with because because I got that in my 30s. But then recently I just graduated from USC with a second master's in gerontology. And to combine those two fields in the field of aging with also being a, you know, a skincare enthusiast, I think since I came out of the womb, I felt, I feel like I came out of the womb. I was searching for chapstick and how do you, what do we do about baby bubbles? <laughs> like I was just, I came out this way in the health and wellness field before I even knew that there was a health and wellness field and I'm 55. So it wasn't a big trending thing back then, but I've always been obsessed with skincare and I've always kind of been obsessed with the latest, greatest way to look and feel your best. And so how do you marry those two? And in, in coming up with this, a lot of the protocols that I have, there is definitely a connection with the psychology of aging and longevity and increasing that health span. Because if you can equate, you know, putting your best skin forward with having a good hair day or being able to, you know, slide into a pair of jeans that you weren't able to before. If you have a good hair day or you're, you know, wiggling on those skinny jeans and you're like, whoa, that changes what you do with that day. You are far less likely to plop your butt on the couch and binge watch Netflix with a bag of Doritos, right? You want to get out there in the world. And so the outside is important because it is really closely tied to our self-esteem. It's our only outward facing organ, our skin. Not only is it the largest, but it's that organ that we present to the world. And you can tell a lot about somebody's health inside by how it shows up in their skin. And in addition, how, we, how you take care of your skin and the reflection that you see in the mirror greatly affects whether or not what you do with that day, right? Do you take advantage of that day and go and do something? It changes what you put in your body and what you eat. It changes the social aspect of aging and getting out. You know, when I have a good hair day and my and my skinny jeans are going on and my skin looks fabulous, I want to run into every ex-boyfriend I ever had, right? <laughs> it changes what we do with that day. So it's very, very closely tied to our self-esteem. And as we age, you know, our skin is the thing that changes the most. There's this disconnect between the age that we feel on the inside and the age that we see reflected back to us in the mirror. And that's hard for people sometimes. And that makes people, you know, that's why the anti-aging field is in, in all of the gadgets and skincare is multi- billion, you know, if not more industry, because we're always searching for that fountain of youth. And how do we bridge that gap between what we think we're supposed to look like, which most people have an image in their 20s or 30s, you know, that's our optimal image of what we think we look like. Ironically, it's the same age that our collagen starts declining, right? But yeah. that's what we kind of visualize ourselves at. I'm 55. I don't feel 55. 
I think that with the optimal health that I'm doing inside out and outside in concept, I feel like I don't look 55. I don't feel 55. And that's what I'm really kind of striving with my clients to do. So I get them in with the skincare because they come to me and they're like, what do I do about these fine lines and wrinkles? I feel like this, you know, my lower half of my face is sagging now. I have this jowl, my chin's not looking great. And they're looking back at themselves in the mirror. So I get them in with the skincare on my social media with different gadgets that I use at home, optimal, effective skincare. And then I get them to live longer because as you know, like our skin is our largest organ. So what we put in our body shines outwardly. You know, yeah. are you exercising? Are you getting optimal sleep? Are you meditating? Are you grounding to the earth? How is your stress relief? Are you exercising in, in a way that promotes longevity? And all of this goes through your skin, right? Superfoods, all of that goes through your skin, supplements. So you can really see your skin being reflective of your inner health. First of all, it's, it's very, 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 very interesting as far as you having a psychology background and hearing you talk about the importance of our self-image and literally the image that looks at us from the mirror and how it motivates us. And I think it's a good lesson. Of course, there is this famous book, Atomic Habits, and how inertia basically is our best tool for, for, you know, for any type of positive habit we have in our life. And the skin is definitely, or the fear of loss, right? Like if we have, if, you, if, we're, if we're on a roll, if our skin looks great, whatever that is, the fear of not having that anymore is an amazing motivator. Yeah. Not only that, it's also the fact that your skin, I would say, unfortunately, as we grow older, because the real purpose of the skin or the purpose of the visual aspect of the skin is to signal vitality and obviously uh, youthfulness in order to procreate. So when we grow through, you know, the age that, that genetically we're not designed to procreate anymore, any mistake we're doing, the skin's going to pay for it because the body says, you know, I need to preserve other systems. It's not important for me anymore to, to show that I'm vital through the skin. So we really need to become more and more and more dialed in to get those results that, that we like. On the flip side of that, if we do get amazing results for the skin, it kind of tells us that we're doing good things in general. Yeah. And we feel better about ourselves and therefore we're mo more motivated to continue down that path, right? It's the yeah. same thing with exercise. Going to the gym when you're out of shape and making that first step through those doors, that's the hardest part. But when you're seeing the results and you're feeling good about yourself, then you're more motivated to go to the gym. And it's the same thing with our skin, right? So that's kind of what the concept is, is it's not just, you know, optimally being healthy on the inside and letting that shine through and then just doing skincare treatments on the outside. There are things that you can do to trick your skin into functionally behaving like it did when it was younger. So that's what it's all about. You need to trick your skin. We're tricking our cardiovascular system. We're tricking our muscles, right? We start losing muscle mass at the age of, of 30 and then sarcopenia can get, can set in. That's mm -hmm. when that fat infiltrates the muscle. And then it's really difficult to lose weight after that. So we're tricking our muscles by adding weightlifting to our, to our routines, right? We're tricking our cardiovascular health by increasing our heart rate and doing the aerobic exercise where, you know, there's lots of different ways. We're tricking our whole cortisol system when you step barefoot onto the earth. 
you're reducing your mm-hmm. blood pressure through grounding. I have a grounding mat on my on my bed as well. We're doing all of this tricking. And the only thing that I think we're doing in terms of skincare to really trick our skin into behaving like it did when it was younger is we're using active ingredients like retinoids and vitamin Cs and those kind of things that help to trick our skin. And then few and far between, for those of us that can afford it, we're going into in-office places to then do the microneedling and the radio frequency and microcurrent and all of that stuff that really changes the function of our skin. And what I have found as a healthy aging coach and a gerontologist who does one-on-one coaching with people to get them to look and feel their best, their best, not cheating off their Mm -hmm. neighbor's paper, not looking at filtered people on Instagram, but what is your optimal, your best foot forward, face forward to present to the world inside and out. How do you, how do you just achieve that optimal health and wellness on the outside and the inside? And so a lot of people can't afford to go and get a Morpheus 8 treatment in, a, in an office. It's just out of people's reach. And so when I'm working one-on-one with people, first of all, I'm, I'm making sure that they're using effective skincare. But then what are we doing to the exterior of your skin and giving it as much respect as we're giving our heart and our lungs and our muscles, our cardiovascular system? How are we addressing the skin in such a way that we're tricking it into behaving like it did when it was younger? And that's where mm-hmm. I came up with this protocol because yeah. you know you could buy a microneedling device for $199 that will last you 10 years. You cannot find that going to a dermatologist or a med spa and saying, microneedle my face, how often would you have to go for that to be really effective? You don't just go to the gym once right? You also yeah. don't go and get one microneedling PRP treatment. These are, you know, you need to have several different treatments and you need that to be part of, if not a monthly schedule, at least like, you know, every couple months, you need to continue these type of treatments or else I literally equate it to going to the gym once. I couldn't agree with you more. And, you know, you're, you're raising so many good points, whether it is, by the way, the point of signals, you know, a strong signal, for repair, whatever that is, or a weaker one, which we can do at home and how they look like. And obviously following your social media, it's, I mean, it's, it's really like a Bible for tricking or, or con- conversing with the skin as far as what we want it to do. And it's funny because really that's a lot of the language that we use, you know, in Young Goose, when we publish a study, what we publish is genetic expression. We publish, you know, functional age, biological age changes, things like that. So it's incredible to hear someone that's gone through a parallel journey, but speaks the same language. And someone like you, I think uh, one of the best questions that we can ask is what are your go-to as far as, you know, daily, weekly, monthly, six month, three months, six month, yearly, how does it look like as far as you're concerned? What are your go-tos like you know, every day, every week, every month, etc. Yeah, I have a whole calendar for you, but I'm going to mm-hmm. reiterate this again because I think that this part is super important. It yeah. start with what you put in your body. How are you moving mm-hmm. your body? So all of that foundation. Listen, you cannot do a microneedling session and go out and drink like a fish or not sleep and think that, or not exercise and not use sunscreen and think that it's going to make a difference. All that foundation has to be there. So are you exercising regularly? 
that is beneficial to the skin. What are you consuming? Are you consuming vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin Bs? Those same things that we put on topically, you need to ingest. How are you sleeping? How is your stress? All of these things are so important. Now, once we have all of these in line, now how can we trick the skin? And so for me, it's really about five or six different modes that I do at home. I came up with this calendar. So mm -hmm. this is my Live Young skincare gadget protocol. And what I do with that is it's very specific in the way that I set this up so that every Sunday I'm microneedling. Now I'm not microneedling the same body part, but every mm -hmm. Sunday I know I'm microneedling. I mean, there's various ways that you can microneedle. There's the stampers, there's the rollers, there's the doctor pens of the world where you're actually changing the cartridge on the devices so you're getting sterile needles. And mm -hmm. what it's doing is like, you know, it's creating those little perforations in the skin, the microtrauma in the skin. Controlled trauma is actually great for us. So just like when we were younger and we'd ride our bicycle and we'd fall down and skin our knee, that injury is calling on our body to come to the rescue, produce collagen, make that scab, heal that area. Well, when you're doing things like microneedling at home, you're, it's controlled injury that is then calling on your body, your skin to wake up, let's produce some collagen, let's produce some elastin, but it's consistency that is important. And I'm just going to go back to not everybody can afford an in-office treatment. And so I did a whole microneedling protocol, which is a five-page document that not only shows you how do you do this at home safely, because safety is first, but also it shows you the different needle lengths, every single body part, different needle lengths, different speed, how often. And the reason is because if you microneedle every Sunday, which I do, you're not going to microneedle the same part the next Sunday. You're going to pick a different potty part. So for me, the ones that are absolutely, this is a no brainer. This is what I have to do. I'll add in other body parts, but Every Sunday, I'll do my face one Sunday. The following Sunday, I do my abdomen because I did grow three human beings in my stomach. <laughs> I'm five years old. <laughs> so, you know, it's at that time when you hit menopause that where you thought like, hey, I had three kids. My skin looks great. And then you hit menopause and you're like, oh, I can tell I had three kids. Mm -hmm. So abdomen is on the second Sunday of every month. And then I do neck and chest because I don't like doing you know, having my face all healed and be great. And then the next week I'm doing my neck and chest. It's like, come on, give me a little bit of a break so that I can go out and mm -hmm. do something functional. So then it's neck and chest and then it's my knees. So this is one of the places that for women in midlife, the knees, the stomach, back of the arms, the hands, face, neck, I will split that all up and throw those in so that if I have something that comes up and I have to bypass doing my microneedling on a Sunday for my face, I'll just move it down. So it turns out to be every four to six weeks, I'm microneedling that same body part. And you just keep cycling those around. And I have found, because I, I used to be one of those people, you know, pre-COVID that would go into Metaspa or my dermatologist and do microneedling like once a year, once every four, six months, something like that. I have found that when I can consistently do it at home, I have much better results. 
much better results and it's cheaper. So I've had like my microneedling pen now for over a decade, super simple, effective. I'm not getting the latest, greatest thing coming out, but if I were to like, you know, quantify how much this actually costs me to do per treatment, I mean, we're at over the 10 years that I've been doing it, we're talking dollars, you know, dollars, not hundreds of dollars, because once you buy a device that's actually effective, you can use that device for a very long time. Now you have to get new cartridges because that's safety first, but you can use these devices for a long time. And it's going, I'm not saying that I don't go in and occasionally around my birthday, go into a, you know my med spa or my dermatologist and say like, microneedle the hell out of me, radio frequency the hell out of me, I do. But those are like once a year, you know, I'll give myself a treat. And then at home, I'm- yeah. Super, super consistent. So that was number one, microneedling. Okay. Then I follow it up. Strategic. It's strategic. I'm following it up with red light therapy mass, red light therapy mass, because red light therapy is going to heal quicker the trauma that I just created with this microneedling. So I will double up on my collagen, also help with the healing, right? So on my Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I'm taking double the dose of my collagen, hydrolyzed collagen liquid hydrolyzed collagen nine this one is 95 percent absorption rate yeah you're taking it orally i'm taking it orally so microneedling is here so i've created those traumas i'm not it, it also gives you what are you going to do for skincare afterwards because the last thing you want to do is create trauma in your skin and then add an active ingredient on that right so it shows you what i'm using when i'm microneedling that's all in the microneedling protocol but what am I using and how does the skincare change after that? So I don't want to microneedle my face on a Sunday and wake up the next morning and put an active C on it. I'm going to be burning my face. Instead, I'm going to blast it with red light therapy masks, which this is my favorite, but I have several. But these are like masks that you can put right against your skin. I have the different panels. I've got things that wrap around. So it depends on what was the body part that I treated that's how I'm going to blast it with red light therapy. So that's going to red light mm -hmm. therapy. Red light therapy is Mondays and Tuesdays. That's going to heal the microtrauma. And then on Wednesdays, I'm doing radio frequency. So radio frequency, they have at home devices now. Now these are not going to be as strong as what you would get mm -hmm. in, in a, an office, obviously. But have you checked the prices of radio frequency in offices? They're astronomical. And if you've yeah. got money to burn, then great, go ahead and do that or treat yourself. But bi-weekly, I'm doing this. So I'm doing a, a, ra a radio frequency at home. This is the Lumo by Even Skin. This is just my favorite, but I also, you know, when this one's out of battery, I'll use <laughs> the Tripolar. So it's, it's not about the actual device, but what I do help mm -hmm. is make sure that people are making informed decisions so you're not throwing your money away. Is your device effective? Is the radio frequency heating the dermis to the point where it's between 40 and 42 degrees Celsius that can stimulate collagen production? And then how do you do that in such a way that you're not causing more harm than good? And that's what this skincare protocol is about because radio frequency is every Wednesday for me. Um, and then I hit it again with a red light therapy mask. And then on Friday, I'm doing microcurrent. So I have microcurrent devices that add, you know, that electrical current into the skin. Um, and then on Saturday, 
I'm back with radio frequency. So at 50 years old, 55 years old, you can do a radio frequency device at home twice a week. But if you're under the age of 50, you really only want to do it once a week. Now, yeah. there's all kinds of devices on the market these days. And a lot of what I do when I work with clients one on one is I'll, I'll literally say, that's a piece of garbage. Let's throw that one away. <laughs> <laughs> it's not working. It's not effective. And so we'll go through what makes a device effective. You can't just, for example, shine red light, a red light on something and call it red light therapy, right? It has to be within use that. <laughs> it, has no, just, you're great. it has to be within that therapeutic wavelength, right? Which is six, yeah. 630 to 660 nanometers of red and 800 to 880 nanometers of near infrared. And it's in those devices that you can buy at home where you're kind of wanting to, to look for, is that effective? If you're looking yeah. at a red light therapy mask, for example, on Amazon, and you get to the details and you see like it says 630 nanometers plus or minus five, hello, that device, <laughs> although it might, it's not in the therapeutic window, it might reach it sometimes. And I personally wouldn't purchase that device. There's also devices like radio frequency that I feel are not being used correctly at home. There's a lot of stuff coming out of China. You know, there's mm -hmm. the market is just crazy right now. So there's a lot of stuff that's like it's either ineffective, meaning it's not heating the dermis to the degree, the temperature that it needs to stimulate collagen and, and elastin, or it's mm -hmm. heating it too high where you have a potential for fat loss. So yeah. these sweet spots of what's effective and then coming up with a way to fit in all of those modalities in a weekly on a weekly schedule so that you're held accountable for it and it's being effective. That makes sense. <laughs> that's pretty much that's pretty much what the skincare protocol is. Is it's a way to fit in all of those modalities. Now, in addition to microneedling, red light therapy, microcurrent, and radio frequency, I'm dry brushing every day. Very inexpensive to do. Um, mm -hmm. So every morning, I'm doing a full dry brushing, which, you know, stimulates all of that stuff, helps with exfoliation, really kind of wakes up the skin and helps with lymphatic drainage as well. And then I jump in a three-minute freezing cold shower. So that's how I start the day. And then oftentimes while I'm putting on skincare, I'm standing in front of a red light therapy panel. So people have often said, you know, you look at my social media and people will, will often criticize, are you spending all day long? doing beauty treatments? And the answer is no, it's strategic. It's 30 minutes a day. And if you can devote 30 minutes a day in the gym to improve your cardiovascular health and your muscles and your bones, you can do 30 minutes on your skin, which is that organ, which addresses the whole world and greets the whole yeah. world. And I think when people ask you if you're doing, and even if it's 30 minutes, you know, it's if someone's super in tune and doesn't need to look at instructions and doesn't need to, you know, look at a short video or read something on, on how to do it. Let's say an hour, let's say two hours a day. The amount of time we waste on things that are not helping us either from the outside or from the inside, by the way, 
is, I mean, it's, it's much, much larger, you know. There is a reason Netflix is, the, is literally the service that uses the most amount of bandwidth, bandwidth on the internet, not videos on how to do dry brushing, right? So, right. I mean, like, this is a, a joke to say, oh, you're wasting your time because this is actually the least amount of wasted time that I can think of because what you're really doing is, whether consciously or, or subconsciously, that is time that you are engaged in investing in yourself. Yeah. And anyone who was either, you know, single for a, for a while or anyone who is a high, high you know, high achiever, whatever, whatever that is, they will know that the times where you've turned inwards and directed attention towards yourself and did things for yourself has fueled success in whatever other endeavor you you want to create this is the most simple thing in the world that charges you etc and our skin thankfully will show you results it's like going to the gym there are things like supplements that i think unless you you know most supplements what they will do is that they will fortify you against you know extreme situations extreme scenarios where you can't you know, you're you're under a lot of stress, or or God forbid something happened. Your body's going to be more resilient. But on a day to day, it's not like you're going to take um, I don't know beef liver for two months, desiccated organs, and you're going to you know look completely different. Right. Skin procedures and going to the gym are things that we can see the results in front of our eyes. And that, I think, to our subconscious is incredible and seeps to in, in every other endeavor that we have in our life. 100%. 100%. If somebody isn't really aware of that, like if you think that what your choices are in terms of what you're even consuming, if it, that it shows up on your skin, try giving up drinking for three months. Your skin will change because that's nutrition. That's, that's self-care from the inside out. Give up drinking. You'll see a difference in your skin. So that just kind of shows you, if you can give up drinking and it shows in your skin, what is what are the other lifestyle hacks that you can be doing that are also going to improve? And then how do we how do we combat that from the outside in, you know, and how does that change what we do with that day? I'm going to tell you, it changes a lot. It changes a lot. I wanted to take a quick break from today's episode to chat with you about our Young Goose skincare products and our special offer for podcast listeners only. Our products provide you with skin regenerative therapy that corrects the cellular damage that is accumulated over time and aims to lower the functional age of the skin. If you're a first-time Young Goose customer, we are offering the listeners of this podcast 20% off their first order by using the promo code PODCAST20 during checkout. If you are a longtime user and have already tried our products, we highly appreciate you coming back, coming back to this podcast and listening to us, and also coming back and using our products. And we would like to offer you 10% off with the promo code PODCAST10. I actually have a, a question to ask. I'm wondering how you view it because we really have within longevity, okay, within the science of wellness, we really have a couple of things that sometimes conflict. One is obviously looking, performing, and feeling our best at the current moment. 
then we have longevity and then we also have you know let's say balance in, in other parts of our lives and, and obviously our other responsibilities etc and sometimes these things do not coincide you know if i you know fast or go under a diet that is calorie restricting it means i'll be able to do it slightly less in the gym right on the other hand if i'm going to if you see any power lifter or whatever they don't look they look kind of chubby because what all they care about is the present moment and every you know professional athlete has their knee replaced at like 45 so we know performance in the current moment doesn't equate to longevity so i wonder within your you know within living well which is your system and and within your your perception and you kind of alluded to it when you said you know i don't do this so often and don't go to professional treatment that often so how do you you know, balance these things? How do you view it? Well, that's what this whole thing is about. This is a year. I mean, at 55, I think I started doing treatments. I wanted, well, I bought my first wrinkle cream at 15. And that was not because I had wrinkles, but because I was so interested in the science of, of the skin and what could this do? What could, I still remember it. It was in a blue swirly Estee Lauder bottle. I was 15 years old. It was, I was worked my whole life. And I thought like, that's, fascinating. I want to see what this does. Well, then I got my aunt and my mom and everybody else on board with all of with all of this kind of stuff. But my thought is there is a way to exhaust the skin and overdo it to where you're not helping, you're causing more harm than good. And you can do that with, you know, radio frequency too often. You can do that with microneedling the skin too often. You need to give your skin the ability to repair. And so it's just like when you tear muscle fibers in the gym, you wouldn't really want to do like chest presses until, you know, to the point of muscle failure and then go back the next day and start doing chest Mm -hmm. presses. It's not going to be beneficial to you. You need to let that skin heal. And so I think that that's really the skincare gadget protocol. I came up with it because I, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't harming my skin. And with all of the in-office treatments, I did have um, Ulthera. I don't know if you remember Ulthera, Ulthera that uh, ultrasound that that they, it's yeah. still on the mar- market today and they're still doing it. But in, when it first came out, you know, as a skincare junkie, I was like, I want to be the first to test this out and went in and it melted a fat pad on my cheek. And so there are things that you can do that are actually going to harm your skin. And so you have to look at it as I kind of equate it with muscles. You know, when you're doing radio frequency, if you're doing radio frequency and it's going into your dermis and kind of tickling that those collagen for to, to have the collagen stimulated and the, and the uh, elastin stimulated, you don't want to go back in with radio frequency while it's trying to repair itself. And so there is a fine line between optimizing the health of your skin and overdoing it to the point where it's your skin is not going to be functioning like it did when it was older, like when it, when it did yeah. when it was younger. You don't want to exhaust the skin to the point where it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to look great and it's not going to function the way that it's supposed to. And one of the, you know, I, a lot I, that I learned in my skincare was from a very young age, following Dr. Obaji, who I had the privilege of being able to interview several times on my YouTube channel, Mm -hmm. Live Young Lifestyle. And he taught me really a lot about the science 
of skincare and in just a simple, I'm just going to give you a simple analogy about moisturizer. So this kind of tells you like the health of the skin. One, he, he asked me one time, what do you think is the number one ingredient that people use that will actually hurt their skin or hurt the function of their skin? And I, you know, too much retinoid. I was like grasping at straws, peels that are too, too intense. You know, what, what could it be? And he said, moisturizer. If you over moisturize your skin, you're signaling to the lower levels of your skin cells. Hey, wait a second. I already have this moisture coating on me. I don't need to produce moisture from within. And so you have to think about skin in that way. You want it to function to its optimal way without exhausting it. And so a lot of what I have done over the years is to try to figure out how to do that. And more is not more, right? Yeah. You don't want to do the most intense chemical peels, which I do. I, I do a chemical peel every Friday. So before, in between my red light therapy, and there's a reason for it. It's just, there's a meth, there's a method to the madness for sure. So, you know, I've done this, this microcurrent, I mean, the microneedling on Sundays. And by the time I get over to when I'm doing an at-home peel, my skin is healed. I've addressed the lower levels of the skin through radio frequency. And now I'm going to address the epidermis with the chemical peels. But when you're doing it at home, what I've found is the best results are a little bit less intense and really free, like just consistent, consistent, consistent. Yeah, 100%. You know, there, there is uh, something that's called the KISS method. Keep it simple, stupid. I mean, and this is the genius within your system. It, it, you know, we talk a, a lot about it when we talk about stimulatory signals or control damage, as we call it, whether it is vitamin A's like retinol, whether it is even vitamin C, but any other ingredient that is impactful, the stronger the signal, not only that we're creating damage that is that is less controlled, but also what we are doing is we are exhausting the receptors, whatever gets that signal. It's like me sh shouting in your ear, right? I can give, I can, you know, communicate information to you. If, the, if I'm talking to weak and you can't hear me, that's another story. But there's, if I can convey a signal, there's no reason for me to shout it. If I'm going to shout it, two things are going to happen. You're not going to, maybe you're going to get offended. You're not going to, you know, perform whatever I want you to perform that well. But more than that, I'm going to damage your hearing ability. And we can see it in every communication that we have, whether with the environment or with our body. One of the questions that we had actually from a, a colleague of mine that, that I was telling him that we're going to have a podcast, he wanted to hear about your relationship with the sun. You mentioned, you know, sunblock before. Within our wellness community, there are a lot of voices now touting the great benefits of being in the sun. But I think within the, again, within the putting your best skin forward, if you would, analogy, there is a problem with being exposed to the sun. So I, I'm really intrigued about your relationship with the sun and and how you keep you know your skin healthy in that relationship i'm pretty close to being like a vampire like i'm like <laughs> really i really you know i would say this in my youth i you know i grew up i was in high school in the 80s so that's you know the copper tone tan and like the baby oil and the reflective lights and all that but even from a young age i was really really smart about my face and my neck so i would bake my body 
and I would lay out with a towel over my face and neck. I don't know why, but I even from a young age thought, well, I know that the sun is going to cause wrinkles and photo damage. Why am I going to be laying out like that? I can just put makeup on my face to kind of make the transition. I Since then, I've gotten a lot smarter about the sun because I've had to get rid of all these little spots on my arms from baking my whole body in the sun. But my relationship with the sun is, I think in moderation to just be able to open the blinds in the morning and have sunlight on your face or step outside. I'll oftentimes bring a a cup of green tea to my front lawn, barefoot, sit down, just kind of have the the sun just for 10 minutes, be able to ground, have a cup of tea, have a little tiny bit of sunlight early in the morning, I think is great for your whole internal clock your you know sleep white wake cycle but in yeah. terms of like the photo damage from the sun i just don't i just don't do it i use a lot of physical barriers like hats when i'm driving in the car i don't know if you've seen that social media post where i have the gloves that go up to here that are like the yeah. uv gloves because our hands are on the steering wheel and it's just beating down so I, I like the idea of being outside and you know having that sunlight when it has to do with my internal clock. But in terms of just sticking any part of my skin in direct sun on purpose, that's not going to happen. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's not going to happen. No, <laughs> not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. And also, as you said, the, 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 there is a big difference between when we say the sun, there is the same drop off as when we say any, you know, meat, right? There is organic, there is grass fed, and there's, there's McDonald's, right? Yeah. And the sun is, is, is pretty similar. There is morning, you know, cr- close to horizon sun, which is fantastic as far as like, that's what we're doing when, you know, we talked about red light therapy a lot in this podcast. And that's really what we're doing in red light therapy, right? We're trying to distill that signal. And there is this, there is midday sun, which if you think about our evolutionary path, we wouldn't we're not we're in a cave at that time okay we're trying to get get away from the sun we're not being baked in the sun so i i couldn't agree with you more and to be honest with you i think in in our modern society as much as it's it's a nice discussion to have sun not sun we're exposed to other you know skin disruptors just as often whether it is pollution artificial blue light heavy metals all yeah. the emfs i mean we're there are other things that we should you know, consider as, as disruptors. Agreed. Agreed. And I'm trying to like, you know, head all of those off on the, at the pass. So, <laughs> you know, why, if, if I'm trying to do all of those other things, well, you know, just being out in the sun midday makes absolutely no sense to me. I don't know if you've seen those photos of the truck driver who was a truck driver mm-hmm. for a living. Yeah. I'm, that's not even being in direct sun. That's just, you know, all the sunlight comes through our windows of mm-hmm. our car. So that's just that one side had more sun exposure and it looks like a different person. Yeah. So that just shows you if you want to put your best skin forward, it's not going to be one that's weathered by the sun. Yeah, 100%. I'd like to take a second and talk to you about ProCare, which is a longevity science-based serum that visibly improves the signs of aging while combating inflammation and balancing oil production. 
This theorem is a result of years of scientific work and clinical research. ProCare is an exclusive, multi-purpose product delivering powerful, proven, age-reversing, and acne-preventing benefits. The only topical product that has been clinically proven to eliminate senescent cells in humans. What does it do? It lessens the appearance of lines and wrinkles. It shields from environmental toxins and free radicals. It lessens progerin, which is the skin's aging protein. It plumps the skin, the appearance of it, and provides genetic hyaluronic acid boost. It lessens blackheads, breakouts, and improves pore appearance, brightens the skin and even skin tone. It helps to calm redness and rosacea, and it also eliminates, as we said, harmful senescent cells. So I think, you know, one of the major things that someone would, would glean from this podcast is that you're really a, a wealth of knowledge as far as, you know, walk the walk, not only talk the talk. Whether it is uh, routines, it's incredible. The chart you showed to, show to anyone who's listening, you shared with us, you, you showed a, a chart that is extremely easy to follow and not only easy to follow, it's super thought out and detailed. It's almost like, you know, when you go to the difference between going to LA Fitness, stepping through the door and looking like a deer in the headlights in, at, at all the different instruments or having a personal trainer that would, you know, would tell you what to do. And that's, I think in our modern society, it's super important. We each have our own things that we're interested in, but we are aspiring for perfections, right? perfection, right? We're going to work all day. We're going to sacrifice our health. And then we're going to look in the mirror and we'll say, oh my God. I, this and that bothers me. So it's really important to have access to people who have dedicated a big part of their life to deciphering whatever you you would like, just a laundry list of what to do. So how does working with you look like? How, how does someone reach out? What are some of the best ways to, to work with you? What, what are you, what do you, how do you like to work with other people? Uh, well, um, on multiple different ways. So there's my website, liveyounglifestyle.com, and that's where you can find both of the protocols. You can find the microneedling protocol that gives you the mm -hmm. links of the needles. You can also find the skincare gadget protocol on liveyounglifestyle.com. But I, I, I work a, a lot through social media. I do a live show every Saturday that is a new topic on Instagram Live where I, I'll have experts on. I'd love to have you on sometime. So I work a lot through that, but I also have a private club on Instagram where members can pay $4.99 a month and ask me any question and give me 24 hours and I will go back and, and answer that. And on the Instagram club, the Live Young Instagram club, there is a, a whole tutorial on everything. So on Sundays, I'll do a microneedling demo, or I'll do a demo on one of these kind of modalities, radio frequency, microcurrent. And that demo gets posted to the Instagram club. So if you're on the Instagram club, every single modality that I use, microcurrent, this is all on different like half hour tutorials on each modality so that it's like a personal trainer almost that you can go back and look at these, these kind of wow. demos and really kind of follow along. So that's number wow. one. And I try to like, I honestly try to give people because everybody is in a different 
economic, everybody has different, different means, right? So I try to give people different options in terms of what is the best radio frequency, you know, tools in your budget. And then what is the best way to work with me? And sometimes that's in the Instagram club for people for $4.99. And sometimes that's one-on-one healthy aging coaching. And so you can find all of that in my linked tree. You can schedule a one-on-one with me. And a lot of times, you know, people get these kind of devices and they're afraid to use them. And the best kind of skincare gadget you can buy is the one that you're actually going to use. So I 100%. get all of those out. I help people dust them off. I like go through all of the instructions with them and really get them to where they can spend 30 minutes a day max on this kind of stuff because it's part of their routine. So that's it. You can find it on me on the website, liveyounglifestyle.com. Instagram, I have a live show every Saturday. Every Sunday, I do a demo on these devices and post it to the Instagram club, or you can book a one-on-one with me through my linked tree. Listen, I mean, that the internet allows us to access so much information so easily. I mean, if anyone that's listening doesn't follow you or, or isn't subscribed, I cannot recommend it enough. And that's unsolicited. That's, I mean, that's why you're here because, because I specifically and everyone uh, at Young Goose, we really enjoy consuming, consuming your content. So, uh, Darnell, again, I, I super appreciate the time that you, that you gave us today. I wish you continued success. You're killing it. (laughs) And, um, I mean, thank you for, giving us these, this beautiful overview of the canary in the coal mine in, 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 in uh, beauty. Well, thank you so much for having me. This has been fun. And I can't wait to listen to all of your other podcasts. <laughs> and I can't wait to try your skincare line. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Darnell. All right, that's it for today's episode of the Biohacking Beauty podcast. A massive thank you to our fantastic guest, Darnell Cox, for her insightful knowledge on living young. We're confident that her expertise and the tools that she has shared with us here will help many of us in our journey towards achieving optimal skin health. Please make sure to check out Darnell's website, liveyounglifestyle.com, for a wealth of anti-aging resources. And don't forget to explore her live Instagram live that she talked about here. It offers a fantastic approach and knowledge as far as enhancing your youthfulness with different methodologies. As always, I ask you to remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcasts, whether on Apple Podcasts or wherever you consume this podcast. And one of the things that you can do is ask us question when when you review. And uh, that's what we're going to do now. We're going to go into a few questions. We actually gave a little master class for a um, Facebook group recently, and I believe they had amazing questions. So I wanted to get into some of the questions that they asked there. So one person asked, I just finished listening to the masterclass and I can't wait to listen to it again. I have two questions that I need clarification. One, typically you cannot apply vitamin C and copper peptides in the same application. Did he, meaning me, say that with the Young Goose formulation of vitamin C, 
you can. For example, I would love to use his, Young Goose's, vitamin C, which is in ProCare. We were talking about ProCare there, formula, and vitamin C copper peptide, and, and I'm sorry, and copper peptide serum in the morning. So that was the question. And, and the problem with vitamin C and copper peptide is a specific form of vitamin C, which is the most common one, which is called L-ascorbic acid or just ascorbic acid. This is water-soluble and it is extremely, extremely volatile. So yes, it doesn't work well with copper peptide or GHKCU or copper tripeptide one. A lot of time it's called and it's going to color the skin, give the skin kind of an orange hue and also make the products less effective. But the form of vitamin C that we use, which is called THD ascorbate, ascorbic would be water soluble, ascorbate would be oil soluble. They actually don't interact between them and the results are really, really good. Actually, you need vitamin C uh, to create collagen. So these work very well together. Another question was, I was told there is a conflicting recommendation when using copper peptide in the same application with retinols. I was told no and then heard you can but need to wait 30 minutes after the application of copper peptide before applying a vitamin A, which is a type of retinol product. I don't know if that's because of irritation or that one molecule makes another less effective. And they're actually kind of both. So for the most part, both retinols and copper peptide asks cells to divide, asks cells to renew themselves. And together they can actually create irritation. 30 minutes is a long time to wait. You can definitely do that. And it really depends on the levels. THD and copper peptide work in different areas in the skin. Uh, I'm sorry, um, THD is the uh, vitamin C, but rather uh, retinol and um, and copper peptide work in a little bit different levels in the skin. So you could technically apply them, but you need to have one absorb before you apply the other one. So anywhere from five to 10 minutes is enough as far as waiting time between the two products, especially if you have um, high quality formula. So that was one question. The second question that person had was, from what I understood, it's important to have a product rich in ceramides included in your routine for your skin barrier. Would this be equal to the bio barrier by Young Goose? I see lipids in the ingredients, but not ceramide. That's a great question. And yeah, so so ceramides are important. They're, they're part of your skin barrier, but there are other fats, other lipids that are part of your skin barrier. And we use phospholipids and glycolipids. They play the same role in your skin barrier and it is easier to prevent pore clogging and accumulation of them when you're using phospholipid or glycolipids. So for, for that matter, they play the same role. They are much more suitable for topical application. And uh, if combined with antioxidants, vitamin E, vitamin F, they create a complete skin barrier where ceramides are, are redundant at, at that point. So yeah, bio barrier would be the equivalent for that. But that's all we have for today. I highly appreciate anyone who stuck around until now, and I wish you to have a great rest of your day. Goodbye, everyone.